This year, I am focused on saving and investing, but I still want to do things like travel. NerdWallet lets you compare top travel credit cards side-by-side to maximize your spending, some even offering 10 times points on your spending, which means you could end up with a free flight or maybe a better hotel room. So what could future you do with smarter financial decisions? Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. I don't know about you, but I'm always looking for ways for my son to get involved and give back in our local community. That's why I'm excited to tell you about Student Visionaries of the Year, a campaign by Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, the largest nonprofit organization dedicated to creating a world without blood cancers. Student Visionaries of the Year is a seven-week philanthropic leadership development program for high school students. Participants form strong teams and fundraise in honor of a pediatric blood cancer survivor in their local community. This program is transformative. It not only helps students develop valuable life skills like project management, communication, financial literacy, and entrepreneurship, not to mention it looks great on college applications, but most importantly, is also a chance for them to engage in meaningful work within their their community and make a real impact on blood cancer patients and their families. You can learn more about Student Visionaries of the Year or even nominate a student at lls.org students. That's lls.org students. Hello and welcome to Happier, a podcast about how to be happier. This week, we will start to talk about our happier trifecta for 2024. That is the annual one-word theme, the annual challenge, and the 24 for 24 list. This week, we will talk about the one-word theme. We'll reflect on our previous themes for 2023 and reveal our themes for 2024. Gretchen Rubin, a writer who studies happiness, good habits, and human nature. I'm in New York City, and joining me today from LA is my sister Elizabeth Kraft. And Elizabeth, I love talking about these themes. That's me, Elizabeth Kraft, a TV writer and producer living in LA. And Gretch, yes, one word themes are probably my favorite thing we do. And then, Gretchen, we want to remind everyone that we are doing an upcoming very special episode in episode 460 about resolutions. Yes. We're looking for comments, insights, hacks, questions about resolutions. What resolution changed your life? What did you decide not to pursue once you had decided it was a resolution? Yes. We can all learn from each other. So send in your thoughts on resolutions. A few more updates related to gifts. So I've talked about the Happiness Project Revisited course, which I'm so excited Mm -hmm. about. I've got my whole plan for my own Happiness Project. We'll all do it together. And there's now a gift option. So if you know someone on your list who really enjoyed the book or might be excited to do it in the interactive format, you can consider giving it to them as a gift. Or it might be something that you want to add to your own wish list and have somebody give to you. If so, you can go to happiercast.com slash THPR 2024. And when you're at checkout, just check this is a gift option. And remember, prices go up in December. So now is the time if you want to get the best deal. 
And also, from time to time, speaking of gifts, listeners and readers ask me to make a video to send to someone. Now, I can't do that, but I am always happy to send personalized book plates. Feel free to ask for as many as you want, but do allow plenty of time. It takes time for me to do these. This is U.S. and Canada only. I'm sorry, because of mailing costs. And if you want to request a personalized book plate, just go to happiercast.com slash book plate to make a book more personalized. That is great, Gretch. Love those book plates. And for our try this at home suggestion, again, this is one of our favorites. It's to identify one idea, which you summarize in one word or one phrase as your overarching theme for 2024. And one of the reasons that we came to this suggestion is Many people make New Year's resolutions. Many people love them, but many people do not love them. And often it's because they feel discouraged. They feel like they've made and broken too many resolutions in the past, or they feel like January 1st is an arbitrary date, so why do it? Or they don't like binding themselves to the idea of a resolution at all. If you know the four tendencies, you probably are able to track the four tendencies in his <laughs> descriptions. If you want to know about the four tendencies, you can go to GretchenRubin.com slash quiz to take the four tendencies quiz. But anyway, the upshot is resolutions don't work for everyone. We all talk about them, but for many people, they do not work. And for many people, a different approach that is maybe more fun, more whimsical, more engaging is the one word theme. So Gretch, we have been doing this for years now. Yes. Let's just mention some of our former words, our yeah. choices, and then we'll talk about our 2023 words and how we did. Yeah. So some of mine have been free time, mm -hmm. style, yeah. hot wheels. That was the year I needed to get a car. Novel. Yeah, that's a long time ago now. Yeah. Oh, novel. Yeah. yeah. Home. Control. Number six. Lighter. Butterfly. And step. And some of my previous choices have been upgrade, bigger, lighten up, repurpose, delegate, infrastructure, growth, open, and because I felt, Elizabeth, like yours were much more interesting than mine, I picked salt, mm. which I thought had a lot more liveliness to it. Mm -hmm. So, Elizabeth, let's get into our choices for 2023. How did they work out? What was your 2023 choice? So my 2023 was the word scale. Mm. And I love this word because it had many meetings. And we found over the years that... Words that have multiple meanings yeah. are the best. That's what yes. we prefer. Yeah. So scale was one on a very practical level. I wanted to weigh myself every day, which I did every day that I had a scale, not when I was out of uh. town. I wanted to scale Fryman Canyon, you know, do yes. Fryman Canyon a lot. Yes. I did that. I'm almost at 100. Happy to report. Started yeah. at 50, up to 200. And then I wanted to scale my career. That got a little sidetracked, I must say, with the strike. It's hard to yeah. scale your career when you're on strike for five months of the year. But Sarah and I are working on our book, which is definitely yeah. kind of a scaling thing. And we did another yeah. Happier in Hollywood retreat, yes. which we hadn't done since before the pandemic, which is broadening our world. So I'd say to some degree scale worked, not as much as I would have liked, but in general, I'm very happy with my word. And I definitely think having it in mind 
kept me moving and going and strategizing. Yeah, and it's interesting that it did have very literal meanings and then these figurative meanings and then these kind of turns of phrases, like scaling your career. Yes. Now, one of the things I remember when you chose it was that another meaning of scale is like the way scales will protect. Mm, yeah. Or like they will almost create ease. Like you think of the scales of a fish gliding through the water, or the scales of a... Do lizards have scales? They look uh, armadillos, I think. I guess they have a shell. Anyway, some scales, creatures yes. have, I think scales are one of those things where some creatures have them when you wouldn't think that they did. And then some you think they have scales, but they don't. It's like tricky, but whatever. Yes. There is the idea that scales protect and help things glide along. But I, I don't remember that you had a meaning for that in your life. I did think about it, but I don't know that, again, because, you know, the strike was such such a big deal. I don't know that my word really worked for that because I don't think I necessarily handled that sort of protection and ease part so great. I think I was mm. pretty stressed. It might have helped me a little bit. Right. That's a very cool word. It's got a it lot isn't. of meaning. I love, the thing is from now on, I will always love the word scale. Yes. It'll always have a little place in my heart, Gretch. No, it's funny. That's how I feel about salt. I feel this yes. special kinship yes. with the idea of salt. Like I read a short story that was called salt. I'm like, oh, I must read that short story. Yeah. It's like becomes your word or your It becomes idea. your word. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and even the number six, whenever I see like number six, I think of you because <laughs> you were number six. So yeah, it was fun. Okay, Gretch, what was your word? So my word was wave. And again, I had, it had multiple meanings. So in 2023, my book Life in Five Senses came out and it's always very overwhelming to have a book go out into the world. It's exciting, but there's a lot. So I was like, I wanted to ride the wave, just let it happen and stay on top of it and enjoy moving through it. And I also wanted to wave to people on my book tour because mm -hmm. still coming out of COVID, it still felt particularly exciting to be like in a room with hundreds of people and just to get back out there again, it still felt special. And so I really wanted to enjoy that and just think of like, okay, I'm getting a chance to wave to so many people in person. Yes. And so I found that to be during a challenging time, it helped me focus on the positive aspects of it and reframing it as this is excitement and opportunity and not like, oh my gosh, this is a lot to manage or this is a lot of travel coming ahead of me. I'm like, oh, look at this. I'm going to be waving from coast to coast. And it's a word that has a lot of power to it. It has a lot of energy. The word wave has this forward motion. Well, it was sort of like your word step where there's this feeling of moving forward or like a lot of energy being harnessed. And so I liked that the word wave had that high energy feeling. Yes. And, you know, just the thing on the one word theme, and sometimes it's a one phrase theme, like hot wheels was a phrase. Like hot wheels was a phrase. It helps focus the mind, just like it helped me to focus on like the positive aspects of an experience, or it helps you as you're moving through your life, you see opportunities differently, or it's an ordering principle that's whimsical and fun and yet reminds you of your values. Yes. Yeah. And I love that it's just a fun way to think about yes. a goal that's like creative and playful uh, more yeah. than resolutions, which we're also yes. going to talk about in an upcoming yeah. episode. Yeah. There's a whimsical yes. aspect to it. And of course, it's just fun to hear everybody else's one word themes yes. too. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And what the research shows is that anything that helps us keep our aims uppermost in our minds helps us. And so if picking out a theme helps you tap into that, that's just going to help you do a better job as you move through the year. Okay, Gretch, coming up, we've got a one word theme related happiness hack. And then later we'll reveal our themes for 2024. But first, this break. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe without spending a fortune, and luckily I found Quince. Elizabeth, I got the Flow Knit Wide Leg Pant. It's very light. It's perfect for the summer. It packs very easily. I recently went on a trip with my family, and I took it with me, and they were just the thing to wear on a really hot day where I wanted to be covered up, but I wanted something that looked great and also was very comfortable. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com Gretchen for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot Gretchen to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com Gretchen. All right, Gretchen, it's time for a happiness hack. What is it? Okay, so we have found over the years that if you are picking a one-word theme or a one-phrase theme, it's very helpful and also extremely fun to find a visual representation of that theme, even if the theme is abstract, but to somehow figure out what your symbol for your theme is. And this just makes it really fun and really playful. And then you can have fun with that symbol and use that symbol as a way to remind yourself of what your overarching aim is. Yeah. I mean, Gretchen, you really had a great symbol this year. Well, because of wave, originally I was thinking of wave, like waves on a shore, like calm waves. And then I was thinking of wave, like with a surfer. But then I realized, no, I should pick the wave image from art. In the Met gift shop, there are representations of this wave everywhere. This is Under the Wave off Kanagawa, one of the most famous artworks in the world by Hakusai, whose work I love. And it was so fun. Eliza made me a Lego set of Under the Wave. <laughs> I have a notebook that has a, I have a, somebody sent me a 3D postcard. What is it called? Not reticulation. There's a word for that where it's like if you move it slightly, like it moves mm. with those grid lines. What's that? What is that called? I don't remember what that's called. But anyway, it's very cool. And it was just so fun to look for the wave. And it would constantly remind me of my one word theme because there's representations of under the wave everywhere. Yes. I saw someone wearing a t-shirt and I thought, oh, I wish Gretchen were here to see this t-shirt. Yes, exactly. And when Elizabeth, your scale, that's a great visual representation as well. Yes. Yeah, so for my visual representation, I got a little pin, sort of like a tie pin, I guess, of a scale. And I chose the scale of justice, you know, the old mm. fashioned scale that right. was hanging on either side, balanced. Um, and I kept it on my desk in a little tray um, where I could see it all the time. And what I love is I'm just going to keep it there. Yeah. Just like I have bracelets over the years. Listeners have made me bracelets with my one word theme, which I love. 
And after the year is over, I keep the bracelet in my tray mm. and then I sort of remind it of words past. Yes. One year, my word was butterfly, remember? Because after COVID, yes. I wanted to be a yes. social Emerge. butterfly and I wanted to drop my yes. cocoon. And I had two butterfly necklaces that year. And that was great. So yep. it's harder to find a scale necklace. That's not necessarily right. a thing. But I found my scale and looking is so fun. Yeah, it's really fun to look. And then it's fun to find more symbols out there. Another thing that could be fun, especially for 2024, I think, is it could be fun to have a rhyming theme. You could have door 2024 or like us because we have the empty nest, which we are calling the open door stage, not the empty nest stage. It could be open door 2024, or you could have more 2024. So just as a visual symbol is another thing, you could think about rhyming. Um, anyway, whatever just makes it fun. It makes it easier to stay top of mind. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And Elizabeth, I have to say with visual symbols, this is foreshadowing later in the episode. I changed my symbol for my theme from what I told you the other day. I told you what oh. I thought it was going to be, but I have found a better one. So I'm very excited to okay. tell you. Okay. Ooh, I can't wait. Well, so let's reveal the themes. Elizabeth, lay it on us. 2024 is going to be the year of what for you? My word is book. Ooh. Okay. And book is a word that is very dear to both of us. Yes. And has Positive many associations. Meetings. Yes. So on the health level, I want to book more, meaning I want to move more and faster because oh, yeah. there's a, a lot out there that shows cardio is really important for your health. So booking along. So I want to increase how much I book. Yeah. And then, of course, Sarah and I want to finish our book. We are well into yeah. the process of writing our book. I want to finish it, hopefully sell it, have it in the pipeline. So that is my book. And then also I want to read more books and I, that mm. is on the page. Cause you know, I have been listening to books, um, mm -hmm. which I absolutely love, but I have found that I've done so much listening that my stamina for reading words on the page mm. has decreased. Oh, so I want to build back up my actual reading stamina. Well, and Elizabeth, because social things are so important to you, I wonder if maybe you would also want to book plans with friends. Like Absolutely. Book a vacation with friends. Yes. Book things. Yes. Book, book it. Book it. So yeah. I'm very excited about this word. And it's just got so many positive associations to just the word. The only thing is hopefully I won't get booked into uh, jail anytime in 2020. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the kind of booking you do not want. Uh -huh. Yes, I won't have the book thrown at me. Yeah, right. Exactly. Oh, so many words. So the visual. Elizabeth, I'm trying to imagine in my mind, is it a closed book? Is it a book that's sort of open, on display? Is it on a bookshelf? So have you thought about what you want that representation to be? Well, I've thought about it, but the one, I guess, good news, bad news with the word book is there's too many choices. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. overwhelming. Yeah. So I think I want it to just be a book, not an open book, because that so mm. much goes to reading as opposed mm -hmm. to moving. I've done a little Googling, but the problem is if you try to look up book, 
Yeah. It's hard. There's yeah. so much. Yeah. So I'm on the hunt everywhere I go. I'm keeping my eyes open. Yeah. I even Googled like book with legs running. <laughs> so I'm looking. I'll let you know when I find it. Well, that could be part of the fun of it is the hunt. Yes. I mean, I'm yes. sure that in over the next three months, you'll find something that is just wonderful. Yes. And I might end up with a few things. I mean, of yep. course I have books everywhere, so I'm always surrounded by it, but yeah, I want that one yeah. perfect symbol. All right, Gretch. So I am book 2024. What is your word for 2024? Okay. I love this word. Revisited. Mm. This is different from other words I've had in the past. Okay. So as I've said, I'm going to do a happiness project again. So I'm going to revisit this format, which it seems like all I do all the time is make resolutions and make and break habits and tinker away with all these things. But <laughs> the actual structure of the happiness project, I haven't done since Happier at Home. And I'm really excited. It just fills me with energy and hope and a sense of possibility. Maybe it's because I'm an upholder. This kind of thing really appeals to me. Mm -hmm. Like, I love the happier trifecta. I'm like, I love this way. And then I'm like, yes. I love the happiness project. I love the thing, idea of figuring out what the things are to do. Like I found all these fun ones and I've figured out what goes in the happiness project and what's in my 24 for 24 list. I just get the biggest kick out of thinking about things like that. So it's fun to think about it. But what I found is that so often I have to learn over and over again the lessons mm -hmm. that I've learned before. And now I realize there are many lessons that I will just learn over and over. And that's okay. I, I was reminding a friend of mine in college was saying how... She kept journals her whole life. Mm -hmm. And then one summer she went and she reread all her journals and she realized that she kept having the same epiphanies over and over again. Oh and then she would forget that she'd had it and it'd be like, oh my gosh, I just like, I had this huge breakthrough. It's like, you had the breakthrough 18 months ago. I think that's kind of true. It's like with life in five senses, I'm like, I've got to get out yeah. of my head and into the world. And it's like, I guarantee you in two years, I'll be like, oh my gosh, I just had this huge realization. That's true of writing. You know, Sarah and I are always relearning the same lesson yes. in television writing. We're always like, oh, why we move this up, have this happen sooner. We're like, didn't we learn this 15 yes. years ago and yesterday? Yes. And now we're learning it again today. Yes. And I guess that's the thing is I want to just embrace that is like, I'm going to revisit. And so there's no... There's no judgment in that. It's not like, oh, I forgot. It's just like I'm revisiting it and all these things are coming up again and I will learn them again and I'll learn them in a deeper way and in a new context, but I can revisit all the things, go deeper and gain more. And also, mm -hmm. you know, I think it's because I had my summer of Proust. Revisited yeah. is a very Proust idea where it's all remembrance and things past and revisiting and evoking the past. So I feel like revisited gets me back into that Proust atmosphere that I found so powerful. And so I love the word revisited and I, I love the opportunity to have a, a year of revisiting. Yeah. And by the way, Gretch, if anybody else wants to do the happiness project revisited with you, they can yes. sign up on your website, I believe. Yes. Join me in revisiting. It's going to be so much fun. So have you picked your symbol yet? Yes. Okay. So I had been thinking, as you know, I was considering the hourglass, which is a very powerful symbol, which I love because it's the idea yeah. things start over. Then I was also thinking about ma'at. So ma'at is, and I know this from all my time in the Met. Mm. I love the Egyptian uh, art. I love hieroglyphics. And one of my favorite hieroglyphics is the ma'at symbol, which is a feather. It's called the feather of ma'at. 
And Ma'at is a very upholder god. Um, Ma'at is the Egyptian concept of truth, balance, harmony, order, law, morality, justice, the world operating as it should. That is the idea of Ma'at. And so I thought, well, maybe I have the Ma'at feather and that would be so fun because I'd have this hieroglyphic to work on. But I found something better. Mm, what is it? Okay, also based on the Met. So my favorite room, one of my favorite rooms in the Met is the Astor Chinese Garden Court, which is, you know, where it's bonkers. There's actual plants growing. It has a pond with a little waterfall and has koi fish that swim around. And I love seeing those koi fish. And so koi fish are, if you don't know, kind of an ornamental version of carp. They're very colorful. They're in beautiful colors like white, black, red, orange, yellow, brown, cream. They're, they're beautiful, metallic almost looking, sort of silvery and gold. And they are the symbol of long life, luck, good fortune, courage, perseverance, family harmony, abundance, strength, and intellect. And they're all over the Met. There's many, many representations mm. of the koi fish. And so I thought, I'll pick a koi fish. They're beautiful. For the My Happiness Project Revisited, the playbook that people are getting along with it, there's a koi fish on the cover, which I oh realized later. I was like, oh my gosh, the koi is, it was already there and I didn't realize it. Anyway, it's just one of those things where it just all of a sudden I was like, everything clicked and I'm like, this is perfect. And here I cannot resist. I have to read this passage. You know, I love the writer Christopher Alexander and I love this passage from his book, The Timeless Way of Building. And it's very revisited. So he writes, mm. I once saw a simple fish pond in a Japanese village, which was perhaps eternal. A farmer made it for his farm. The pond was a simple rectangle about six feet wide and eight feet long, opening off a little irrigation stream. At one end, a bush of flowers hung over the water. At the other end, under the water, was a circle of wood, its top perhaps 12 inches below the surface of the water. In the pond, there were eight great ancient carp, each maybe 18 inches long, orange, gold, purple, and black. The oldest one had been there 80 years. The eight fish swam slowly, slowly in circles, often within the wooden circle. The whole world was in that pond. Every day, the farmer sat by it for a few minutes. I was there only one day, and I sat by it all afternoon. Even now, I cannot think about it without tears. Mm, that gives me chills. I know. It's like you're swimming in the same pond around and around, but it's never the same pond twice. It's always changing. So anyway, I'm super excited. I've been thinking about it in terms of the Met, but I'm going to have so much fun looking for these representations out in the world. So I'm really excited about it. Of course, Gretchen, when you initially told me your word was revisited, my first thought was Winstead's. Winstead <laughs> should be your, your theme because we're always revisiting Winstead's in Kansas That's City. true. That's true. Maybe that'll be, that'll be my secondary theme. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. very different, going in a completely yes. different direction there, but I love it. That will be my secondary theme, yeah, <laughs> Winstead. Okay. Love it. Okay, coming up, we are going to share some of our listeners' one-word themes, and we will have demerits and gold star, but first, this break. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and free. And, you know, Elizabeth, I now work with a team 
And hiring the right people is so important. It's maybe the most important thing. And LinkedIn makes the process of identifying and hiring people easy and intuitive. I know that when I've been hiring for my team, it's hard to find quality candidates to interview. And LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Gretchen. That's linkedin.com slash Gretchen to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Do you want to set your child up for success? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed to help them really understand and master topics in a fun way with positive feedback. Well, I know with Eleanor, when she was struggling so much with math, if she had been able to do online learning at home, she would have been much better able to keep up with the class, and that would have just made the whole situation much easier for her. Don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And half your listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com happier. Visit IXL.com happier to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Okay, Gretch, we're back. We asked listeners to share some of their one word themes for 2024. And as always, it makes me go, I want that word. I want that word. There's so many good words in the world. Yes. So we'll just read them. Yes. Fresh, identity, allow, pace, decide, savor, share, water, simplify, flexible, magic. Gentle, enough, forward, transition, harvest. Flowering, healthy, upgrade, margin, flex, whole, reflect. And then finally, fun, draw, dig, peacock. That's a great word. Audible. Interesting. Well, so let us know if you do try this at home and how choosing a one-word theme has worked for you in the past, what theme you're choosing for the future. We cannot get enough. I love all of these. Elizabeth, we have in the past sometimes used other themes that we've heard from other people. It is endlessly fascinating to hear what people do with their themes. Let us know on Instagram, threads, TikTok, Facebook. Drop us an email at podcastagretchenrubin.com. Or as always, you can go to the show notes. If you want to see a picture of Elizabeth's scale pin, it will be in the show notes at happiercast.com slash 458. And now it's time for demerit and gold star. Elizabeth, this is your week for a demerit. Yes, Gretchen, I probably gave myself the same demerit a few years ago when I hosted (laughs) Thanksgiving for the first time. You know, I hosted Thanksgiving this year, which was wonderful, but my demerit is, not surprisingly, that I let myself Mm. get too stressed out leading Uh. up to Thanksgiving. I was 
vibrating Uh with stress and anxiety, even though I knew all of my guests were very easy people who wouldn't be judging me, who would be happy with whatever. Nonetheless, I was marching around with hostess neurosis. Yes. Couldn't concentrate, had trouble The family condition. Yes. It was so funny. Thanksgiving morning, I actually... That was, of course, the height. Yes, of course. And my sister-in-law was staying with us, and she walked out. She said, do you want me to run to the store and, you know, get ice or something? And I was like, I've already been to the store twice today, and it was (laughs) 9 (laughs) o'clock. So she's like, okay. She did end up going to the store for something, however. Um, So we at least took three trips to the store before 1 p.m. when everybody arrived. You know, Gretch, I'm keeping notes about my Thanksgiving to remember for next time. So I'm just thinking I need to add to the list. Like, don't get so stressed out. It's all going to be fine. I don't know how, but mom keeps saying the more I do it, the less stressed I'll get. So. We'll see if I host again, which I'd like to. Maybe it'll be a little, I'll be vibrating on a lower frequency. Well, you did say you were less stressed this time than you were last time, the first time you did it. I think I was, yes. I think I handled it slightly better, so. Well, you only have to do it the first time, one time. Then you've done it before. Yes, yes. And now I'm adding the keeping notes, which I think is, and we love the place we ordered from. Because you know I don't cook. Mm -hmm. So, and I don't do this alone. I have my family, the in laws help a lot. Even though I'm not cooking, they bring a lot of dishes. They help take charge of reheating. They're very instrumental. But nonetheless, you know, when it's your house, you think about it for weeks ahead. Yeah. Well, obviously, I want to give you a million gold stars because it's a big undertaking. It was a lot of people and well done. Thank you. You're living in an atmosphere of growth. That's right. Okay, Gretch, what is your gold star this week? Well, I, speaking of an atmosphere of growth, I went on a silent meditation retreat and I want to give a gold star to this retreat and just the idea of a silent meditation retreat. And I'm still processing how I think about it and what I learned. But one thing I learned is that the silent part of it, I loved. So I guess I'm giving a gold star to the idea of like, being with people, but in silence. So we didn't talk to each other and you didn't make eye contact with anybody. And what was surprising is how by the time we could talk at the very end, I felt so much warmth and companionableness with people whose names I didn't even know, just from the mere fact that I had been in their presence silently for all that time. And so I feel like there were so many interesting aspects of this experience. Like there was not having technology. There was the silence. There was, of course, the meditation, which was, you know, the over the huge part of it. It was so interesting. But anyway, I want to give a gold star to silence, being with people in silence. Well, that is just so interesting, Gretchen, because you talk a lot. That's a lot of what you do. You write and you're silent when you write, but you also do a lot of talking. And you love talking to people and sort of grilling them about (laughs) their habits and their their desires and all of that. So it's interesting that you found it so nice to be in silence. Yeah. I think that's fascinating. I'd be so curious to know your response, Elizabeth, because you're even more social. I'm kind of the happiness bully griller, but you're more social. I would be so fascinated I did how it for you one would find day. it. I did a one-day silent retreat, but I think uh. it was from about 10 to 4. I found it very difficult. Interesting. Maybe if it, days would almost be easier if I got into the yeah. mode. I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. 
Well, the resource for this week, if you are still looking for those perfect gifts and you're finding it hard to think of things for people, remember to take the gift giving quiz, which will help you think of ideas for the people that you're giving gifts to, or maybe ideas for gifts you would like to ask for yourself. If you don't have a good sense of your own gift receiving style, just go to GretchenRubin.com quiz and you can take the free fun quiz there. Elizabeth, what are we reading? What are you reading? I am reading Lady Tan's Circle of Women by Lisa C. And I am about to start Beyond the Deep Woods by Paul Stewart and Chris Riddle. A writing team, Elizabeth. Ooh, I love a writing team. And that's it for this episode of Happier. Remember to try this at home. Reflect on your one-word theme for 2023 and come up with your one-word theme for 2024. Let us know if you tried it and if it worked for you. Thank you to our executive producer, Chuck Reed, and everyone at Cadence 13. Get in touch. Gretchen's on Instagram and threads and TikTok at Gretchen Rubin. And I'm on Instagram and threads at Liz Craft. Our email address is podcast at GretchenRubin.com. And if you like the show, please be sure to tell a friend. Let them figure out what their one word theme for the year is and follow us wherever you listen to your podcast. Until next week, I'm Elizabeth Kraft. And I'm Gretchen Rubin. Thanks for joining us. Onward and upward. Gretch, speaking of themes, just by chance today, I'm wearing a butterfly sweatshirt that I got when my symbol was butterfly. And then, you know, my evergreen symbol is a lightning bolt, and yes. I have on lightning bolt sweatpants. So Excellent. I'm covered on my symbols today. <laughs> That's great. You're so, manifesting them in your yes. outfit. I love it. I love it. From the Onward Project. Homes.com knows that when it comes to home shopping, it's never just about the house or condo. It's about the home. And what makes a home is more than just the house or property. It's the location and neighborhood. If you have kids, it's also schools, nearby parks, and transportation options. That's why Homes.com goes above and beyond to bring home shoppers the in-depth information they need to find the right home. And when I say in-depth, I'm talking deep. Each listing features comprehensive information about the neighborhood, complete with a video guide. They also have details about local schools with test scores, state rankings, and student-to-teacher ratio. They even have an agent directory with the sales history of each agent. So when it comes to finding a home, not just a house, this is everything you need to know all in one place. Homes.com. We've done your homework.